Welcome to the FBC Athens podcast, open to explore devotions. Tuesday of Holy Week marks the 36th day of the Lenten journey. The devotion is given today by Rick Dawson. The scripture, Matthew 21, verses 1 through 17, is read from the voice translation. As you listen to the hymn, Beneath the Cross of Jesus, played by Addison Acock, reflect on your own pilgrimage to the cross. Jesus, the disciples, and the great crowds were heading toward Jerusalem when they came to Bethpage on the Mount of Olives. Jesus stopped and beckoned to two of the disciples. Go to the village over there. There you will find a donkey tied to a post and a foal beside it. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone tries to stop you, then tell him, The master needs these and he will send the donkey and foal immediately. He sent the disciples on ahead so his entry into Jerusalem could fulfill what the prophet Zechariah had long since foretold. Tell this to Zion's daughter, Look, your king is approaching, seated humbly on a donkey, a young foal, a beast of burden. So the disciples went off and followed Jesus' instructions. They brought the donkey and foal to Jesus. They spread their cloaks on the animals, and Jesus sat down on them. The great crowd followed suit, laying their cloaks on the road. Others cut leafy branches from the trees and scattered those before Jesus. And the crowds went before Jesus, walked alongside him, and processed behind, all singing. Hosanna! Praises to the Son of David! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Eternal One. Hosanna in the highest. And that is how Jesus came into Jerusalem. The people noticed this strange parade. They wondered who this could be, this humble bearded man on a donkey who incited such songs. This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. Jesus came to the temple. He drove out all those who were buying and selling. He upended the money changers' tables and the dove sellers' benches. It is written, My house shall be a house of prayer for all people, but you have turned this house of prayer into a den of robbers. Then the blind and the lame came to the temple, and Jesus healed them. Rings of children circled round and sang, Hosanna to the Son of David! But the priests and scribes didn't understand. When they saw the upturned tables, the walking paralytics, and the singing children, they were shocked, indignant, and angry, and they did not understand. Do you hear what these children are saying? Yes. Haven't you read your own Psalter? 
from the mouths and souls of infants and toddlers, the most innocent, you have decreed praises for yourself. At that, Jesus left Jerusalem. He went to Bethany, where he spent the night. The beginning of Jesus last week. This journey into Jerusalem was prophesied in Daniel 9, 24 through 27, and Zechariah 9, verse 9. Jesus deliberately worked to fulfill the prophecies, especially the prophecy of Daniel's 70 weeks, some 500 years before, which many feel Jesus fulfilled to the exact day on his triumphal entry. I never thought this was a parable, but as I studied this more, it is an acted-out parable. The other prophecy in Zechariah 9 says, Look, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey, and on a colt, the fold of a donkey. So as Jesus, his disciples, and the crowd following him neared Bethphage, at the Mount of Olives, he gives instructions to two disciples to go to a nearby village and find a tied female donkey and her coat with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anybody asks, say the Lord needs them. Jesus knew exactly where they would be and knew exactly how this final week would progress. This will be the first time that Jesus has publicly drawn attention to himself and called himself Lord, the son of David, the Messiah. He could have entered quietly. Because of his ministry, there was always a large crowd following. The plan was to enter Jerusalem through the gates of the city on the colt, as a king would, as, or a ruler, would after a victorious event. Cloaks were placed on the donkey and the coat, as were cloaks and palm branches thrown into the path. Again, this was prophesied in the Old Testament, and Jesus was completing the journey that would be the end of his life to save us all from our sins as ordained by God. This was Passover, and it has been estimated there may have been as many as two million people there at this time. Jesus came in as the Prince of Peace on a colt and not a victorious warrior on a horse. The city was in turmoil, but excited to see the prophet Jesus of Nazareth in Galilee, shouting, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed be the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. Many said, who is this? Can you imagine the excitement that overcame the crowd as it got bigger and bigger as Jesus passed with the crowd following? The entry was not manipulated by anyone. Then Jesus enters the outer temple and forcibly stops the commercial desecration that was taking place there. And he said, it is written, my house shall be a house of prayer, but you have made it in a den of thieves. By doing this, it drove out all the buyers and the sellers so that all could come in. He healed the blind and the lame and others that had been debarred from God's house. Jesus got back to doing the business of the Messiah, a significant part of which was showing the power of God in the context of compassion and mercy. The Jewish leaders saw all of this and said, Do you hear what these are saying? Jesus said, Yes. Have you never read? Out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants, you have perfect praise. There are two things the Jewish leaders didn't care for at the temple, children and beggars, the blind and the lame. 
The Jewish leaders were indignant, and this was their response to the wonderful things that Jesus did. And to praise children in the temple, well, greed and theft in the temple didn't bother them, but praise to Jesus did. Then Jesus left them and went out to Bethany and lodged there with Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. The place where this passage really grabs me is in the prophecy from Daniel 9. When Gabriel comes to Daniel uh, in a prayer, Daniel 9, 24 through 25 and the first line of 26. Seventy weeks are decreed for your people and your holy city to finish the transgression, to put into sin, to atone for iniquity, to bring in everlasting righteousness, to seal both vision and prophet, and to anoint a most holy place. Know therefore and understand from the time that the word went out to restore and rebuild Jerusalem until the time of an anointed prince that shall be seven weeks, and for 62 weeks it shall be built again with streets and moat, but in a troubled time. After the 62 weeks, an anointed one shall be cut off and shall have nothing. Paul Laboutier of Calvary Chapel in Ontario, Canada, mentioned there are many different religions in the world, but none other said in 483 years the anointed one would come, a prince. He shall be cut off, meaning dead, and shall have nothing. Jesus entered the gates on the last day of that 483 years. Think about it. Jesus opened the love of God to everyone. And what our world needs now are not warriors on horses. We need a prince of peace on a coat. Amen and amen. So this is my prayer. Lord, let us always remember what Jesus brought and what he gave to us. Thank you for bringing Jesus into our lives and lives with us forever. Amen. Amen.